Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. All right, welcome back everyone to the Osteo Connection. I'm your host, Kevin Lockbray, with my esteemed colleagues here. Oh, wait a second. Oh, no, wait. Jason <laughs> Turnbull. He's back. And Dr. Sean Landry. Boys, it feels like it's been a while for me. Oh, man. I'm a little rusty, I think. Yeah. A little rusty. It feels like it's been a couple weeks. It has been a while. Yes, we missed last week and we were busy. Life, life was busy, right? Life was busy. We're back. We're back. We're back. Better than ever. Maybe. Yep. Potentially. <laughs> potentially. 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 So, uh, what's going on with you guys? Oh, we, it's been busy, man. We got uh, life is uh, embrace the chaos, as I like to say. <laughs> you know, busy with the course. Busy with the course. That's been actually very fun. Awesome. Yep. It, it, you know, you have this idea of what you think things are going to be, and uh, you know, we finally put pen to paper and we got it going. And I'm very happy. I'm, you know, we celebrated that win. We got it going. And to me, honestly, it's been more than I expected. I'm excited to see this seed that we planted grow because I know it's going to do so well. Uh, the feedback, you know, just understanding each of the each of the students that that have signed up for the course for the MBO, the Masters in Business for Osteopaths, it's been it's been eye opening to just to see again um, where they're at with respect to their journey, their practice, to see what their goals are. To watch them make some simple aha breakthrough moments, right? We had a lot last night in our Q and A. Yeah, uh, I'm I've been very happy, and it's crazy. Like, yeah, there's a lot on our plate, but it's fun. Like, uh, you know, just just watching this thing evolve. It's uh, it's been great. What about you, Jay? Same. Well, the course has been fantastic. I think uh, outside the course itself, that Q and A part has been a lot of fun. It's you, I think it's always, uh, you, not last night's Q&A, hey, no, hey, no. I just find it's nice. Uh, always there in spirit, buddy. Oh. I think it's always nice, though, how even though people can be at different parts in their practice, how they can really still learn a lot from other people's questions and, yes. and the dialogue that kind of interplays between others as well, not just uh, the three of us, which is we knew going into this would occur. Uh, yeah, so no, I agree. It's been tons of fun. I'm with you on the busy part. I come to work for a break because uh, <laughs> at least at work, I'm in the same place for eight or nine hours a day. And on the weekends, it's not feeling like that too much these days. Hmm. But that's okay. It's a good thing. Signed up for it. So yeah. it's good. You nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. Like, we have a great group. Uh, it's fun. The interaction's way better than I even dreamt, you know? Mm. Like, it, it, it really is fun to see, uh, one, the evolution of everyone in the group and them thinking outside the box now a little bit and kind of going after what they they see as being their ideal practice and how they want to feel when they come to work every day and so to see people kind of question where they're at and make changes to do to make it better is is really awesome yeah. so uh i've i've had fun uh yeah, it's been a lot of working fun. in it and it's a natural tra transition into what we're going to talk about today right yeah so today's episode getting out of your own way you know like we we've talked a lot about this in in session you know yeah like i know jay didn't hear it in the q a's <laughs> but the yeah i've heard it a lot since though right, <laughs> right. i've heard it a lot since yeah well we want to keep you up to date you know yeah 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been really fun to, to kind of see, um, what holds people back, you know, like everyone's got their own either fears about where, what like the visions they've had of where they're going to what, what gets in the way of that? That's what we want to talk about today is, you know, how do you address those? What can you do to change course and get around them and go into those uncomfortable zones where, you know, you're, you're, it's human nature to stay in that comfort zone and not to challenge yourself to, to feel those feelings of, of, you know, not being sure what's going to happen. So that's the whole point too of, you know, the course is trying to get people's minds right. So we can give them some tools to, to basically, um, keep them in line with their vision and, and move through it as opposed to just keeping it on the uh, back burner. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So like, Boys, what do you what comes to mind when we talk about uh, identifying these fears and and uh, maybe what we could do is um, either you know talk about what you think that is, but also like maybe something personal for you that that maybe someone can relate to. Uh, I'll I'll jump in right there. Uh, recently, I was just thinking about this, uh, and this comes to mind. You know, you can all, I, we we kind of mentioned it before the podcast we jumped on, but. You can only rise as high as your lowest self. So, um, God, the, you're just a, <laughs> is that Homer Simpson? Said Homer that? Simpson, I yeah. believe it was. Uh, it was. That. Yeah. That's a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it means it, it really means a lot to me. And the and the analogy to kind of send this one home is is the hot air balloon, right? So oftentimes in life, uh, you're trying to do something different or get out or change or change habits or whatnot and um you can pump yourself up full of hot air so to speak but unless you kind of acknowledge and look at the sandbags you're not going anywhere right Mm -hmm. you're just going to resonate at that in between the higher and the lower self right so it's yeah it's it's looking in the mirror once in a while it's taking that that bird's eye view and and reflecting on uh, things that might be holding you back, right? So we said that, so the sandbags. And then it's, you know, being gentle with them, inviting them in, having a conversation with them, exploring them. uh, Because in every, I think it's like, you know, even in a negative uh, emotion, there's a positive intent, right? So like, because there's a learning, there's a learning environment or a learning opportunity from that, that, that thing that might be holding you down or holding you back. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, Kevin and I, we talked a little bit about this before our last podcast, but we, we mentioned we were going on this, this little ayahuasca retreat and man, I did a lot of that that weekend. Right? Boy, did I ever learn about this? Yes. Yes. It was crazy. Right? <laughs> yeah. And maybe I asked for it, right? Probably I did, sure. but, um, but yeah, it was, it was an interesting look in the mirror and, uh, stuff that we don't, we don't necessarily want to do, you know, we always, we kind of bury this stuff down deep, you know, actually that's a good one. The trash compactor analogy, right? You can just shove it down there. Unless you empty that trash, it's going to fester and brew and it's going to just overflow one day. That was so the the message eh? for that weekend, you know, like that was so strong for me. It's just, what was funny too, is just, you know, not to get into full detail what happened, but was just this great insight on, uh, seeing how much the ego is there often to create whatever situation to be able to bear what's going on and not really face what either that pain or suffering is or discomfort or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Right. But when you do face it, what happens is everything dissolves. So it's, 
you know, this is, we want for you guys just to understand that, you know, like having the courage to step into it, into that unknown or facing something that you are not comfortable with, um, the reward is so much greater uh, and the release is so much greater and to allow you to go forward and move into those things that you want to do. So it's important to, you know, maybe take the time to, to, you know, list those things for yourself. Or even if you're not even at that point where you can list things because you have no idea, it's just to think, okay, well, what's really bothering me about this? You'll feel them once in yeah, a while, right? You got to feel it. You'll feel them yeah, once in a while, sure. right? In certain sectors. It's just like what we do, right? Like it's, it's yeah. like therapy. Yeah. It's like well, you're working on someone. What's stopping them from their healing process, right? Whether you have physical resistance, mental, emotional resistance. So it's, it's the same process for anything we do, right? Jay? Kind of exactly what I've written down in front of me, but you kind of stole oh, my repeat. spot there. Don't but, so I'm, I'm, I'm done. No. <laughs> no, it's funny. I, I literally had just wrote the same stuff. It's no, I mean, getting in your own way makes me always think of like that feeling of being stuck, first of all. Usually that's maybe the first emotion will sometimes feel like, ugh just kind of stuck in this pattern or whatever. And I was going to say the same thing. We identify this in our clients. How often do we hear from them? Like they just feel like, is this it? Is this my purpose? What am I doing? I feel stuck. So obviously we face the same issues that they can as well. Right. So like always, I always think when I think of this, it's like a is carving out time in, in your life to take the time to self reflect, to really think about, you know, what you want, where you are at now. And like you said, Kev, make a list, but really hammer through it. You can do this over a period of days or weeks to, to really strip it down into where you're currently at and where you'd like to go. And like I always tell my clients is once you've kind of identified that, then you need to change something in your routine or something to create that spark, you know, that catalyst to create that change. Um, and then I'm just trying to pay you back in you, but then the most important part of all of that is that you can identify things, you can make these lists, but unless you take action on them, then they don't really ever kind of come out and come to fruition, if you will. It makes me think of the book by Goggins, uh, the Can't Hurt Me book, where he talks about putting those post-it notes on his mirror in his bathroom mirror every morning, all these post-it notes and reading them and just doing the hard work and realizing that, yeah, it sucks to do it, but it's going to make you a better person by you know, coming over, overcoming those obstacles that you have and, and creating this plan in your life to kind of, to kind of get out of your own way and, and ways you can do to, to get better and improve. Right. And, and it's also, what's his face? Uh, David Hawken. He said a life, the most uh, wasted life is one that comes into this world resonating at, you know, 212 and leaving the world resonating at the same caliber, mm -hmm. like calibration, like not exploring and, and, and changing in, in many, you know, many matters of life, if you will. So, yeah, that's Actually, I got a question for you, Kev. So why do you think it is? Why do we get in our own way? Why You talked about a bit about the ego. It's but, uh, comfort. It's very, yeah, yeah. it's what so, Jay's saying. It's it's comfort, right? Comfort. It, it's human nature doesn't want to feel pain or suffering, hmm. right? So that's like the basis of our primal response to survival. Because growth is hard. I mean, examples of this, right? You know, pre I looked, you know, we've all, we all have babies, right? And just watching that, right? That birth, that growth is is hard, yeah. right? It's mm -hmm. it's, it's 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 amazing. But you it's don't insane. have any growth without resistance. Without resistance, right? So that's why it's an interesting game. Dynamic, really. yeah. And if you can look at it as a game like that, then it's less heavy and less serious. Mm -hmm. You know, like we, we shouldn't, it's funny, I like I love it when we, I know often at these retreats, right, they, we hear that a lot. It's like, stop taking life so seriously. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> it really is true. It, it, it's to take this as life's always going to give you what, 
uh, you need, not, not necessarily uh, this randomness that happens. It's, it's providing stuff for you to learn. And if you look at it that way, then you can assess situations more along that line of, okay, well, what, what, what's going on here? What's really going on? Why, am I, why does this keep coming into... What's this teaching me? Yeah, exactly. So why is this resistance so big? What, what do I have to deal with? And it's fascinating when you start asking those questions, what insight starts to come. And uh, it's just, again, it's, it's like taking action to go in that direction and face that is what can bring you to the other side. It's like crossing that river of change. Dispenza always says that, right? It's difficult to go against that current kind of pounding on you and you're trying to get to the other side. But once you're there, then, you know, um, the, the reward is so much greater. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just a continuous uh, battle of uh, trying to see for yourself, well, what are these things that are getting in the way? Sometimes, you know, they could be, you know, long-standing things that have been around forever. Sometimes they're new ones that come out because, you know, you have new responsibilities in your life, like kids and all these other things. And um, but again, it's to to really face them and and try uh, and try to resolve them that way, as opposed to uh, pushing it under the rug and pretending like nothing's wrong, mm-hmm. because uh, that's usually when it'll it'll intensify and come to a point where it'll put it in your face and it'll force it. It'll force you to deal with it or not. Yeah. Like obviously everything is always a choice. I love that. Just that the notion of identification with things, right? So like all things exist, but having things happen to you and different outcomes, it's just, which ones are you attaching to? Mm. You know, am I a this, am I a that I'm like this because of that? Okay. Or no, you don't have to be. So it's really a choice, right? So we want to just help people start to identify these things so that they can be more aware. And it starts with that. It's like once your awareness is at a point where, um, you know, you can't get around it anymore because it's, it keeps coming back. Well, it's trying to tell you something, you know, so you need to deal with that one thing. And it usually does get louder, like you said before. There's, there's actually a really good book called The One Thing where because oftentimes when you start to look at some of these resistances or some of these limiting beliefs or you, you, know, you, you take the time, you know, often you want to change everything, right? Mm. And when we look at, again, psychology and positive psychology, it's like you, you want to start, like, like you say, laugh, be gentle with yourself, but start with one thing, all right? One win. What's the thing about a group like uh, to have an impact on the collective? Isn't it well, less hundredth, than five percent? The hundredth monkey thing or whatever is that what you're talking about? Where, yeah, but isn't it? Wasn't there always talking about a certain percentage? It only takes a certain percentage to create change. Yeah, for, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah, a. It's very low too. Yep. Very low. Yeah, very low. Um, but you know this change or this this idea of just focusing on one thing and seeing that through right is is opens the possibility to to then all the other things and uh, actually it makes me think of rogan you know that sage that one you know that uh, Re- renaissance man joe rogan um he actually he paints a really cool picture he he says you know life it's kind of like the reactivity or the proactivity right so he says and I, I truly believe in this, when you focus, when you pick your struggles and you pick your battles, right, and you pick the things that you actively want to evolve and change in, 
And because uh, the universe will pick something for you, right? If you don't pick it, someone's going to pick it for you. And they're going to fill, you know, someone's going to fill stuff, fill your life up with things that you probably don't want, right? But they're going to give you challenges regardless, right? Yep. So you might as well actively take a look and pick the challenges, right? Work on that one thing that you know is worth working on. Um, and when you persevere and you, and, you, and you show up day in and you, you, know, you slay that dragon or you work towards whatever it is that you decide you want to work towards, again, it just opens the door to all sorts of possibilities, but then doesn't leave room for you know, someone else to throw shit in your way, right? You're the one choosing your battles. You're the one. So again, it comes back to this self-reflection, this idea of like, okay, take time. Where am I going? What do I want to do? How do I? How am I going to get there? Yeah. All right. It's, and it's like doing what short, do I need to change to get there? What do I need to change? Right. And yeah. there's so many different ways we've all heard this before. Even that concept of short-term and mid-term and long-term goals is the same thing. Yeah. Small little victories that together add up to be something a little bigger, which they can then fulfill the ultimate purpose is the long-term goal. It's just different ways of saying the same idea, really. Mm -hmm. I think oftentimes there's a, there's a bit, and I think this too in positive psychology, you can see this, but there's a dip in once you start, right? Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Well, you get this, this, in, this initial high of like, okay, I could do this and change takes time. Right. And then you're like, Oh gosh. And then you, you just you <laughs> fall off. Right. And, and, you know, it's at that, that most, you know, that important time when you start to lose kind of focus or fall off again, that you really need that boost. You need, you need the support of people around you or whatever, you know, yourself. Um, and then, and then ultimately you break through that resistance, you come out the other side, but there is that, there is that valley that takes place in any type of change, right? You know, and that you have to be aware of, right? Cause you could just, and then it's like shiny, shiny new object syndrome. Cause you'd be like, Oh no, I'm going to do this then. Okay. And then you, you get yourself pumped up for something else. And then you're like, Oh no, that's, oh, that's hard too. Okay. Oh, I'm going to do this. Right. Change your course. Right. And people do that and they fall into that. You know, I've been guilty of it as well. Right. Instead of just sticking to that one thing and you know that once you stick to it and you show up and you figure out what, why you're stuck, what's causing it. Right. And you work at it and then, you know, you're, you're, you blast off into, into unchartered territory. So, yeah. Hmm. No. Well, sometimes that's, what's nice about if you're going to make these changes is to have some sort of mentor you can talk to and bounce ideas off. Right. And, and have, whether people won't want to call it accountability or mentorship or whatever it may be that you're just able to voice it with someone, share it with someone and, and, and plot your goals that way, but to kind of have someone to check in on someone to check you, check your engine lights there to see everything's going okay. What's not, you can talk it with them too, right? What's going really well. What's not, you know, sometimes it's nice to lean on other people for, you don't have to do this all by yourself, hugs. right? Not, hugs. hugs. Yeah, definitely hugs. hugs. You said that something this week at one point that you said, not everyone's always self-made where, uh, help me help yeah. me right yeah, so yeah, it's it's sure. okay to to reach out and and you know share your ideas and goals and breakthroughs you want to you want to achieve then you know lean on your closest friends and family to help you do that to you know we're people are always willing to help we don't always ask for help but if we knew how many people would be willing to do so we'd ask a lot more i, like, I think i like essential. what you're bringing up it, I think it's essential. So that's the 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 main issue is is the the um the sense of separateness that people feel right mm. so which to come back to uh, understanding the oneness of, of everything is, is amazing because then you, you, you know that everyone's in the same 
game, you know, and that we are here to help each other. We are here. And sometimes that's what happens is we just think, oh, well, no one else has these issues that I'm having, you know? And so that's totally, <laughs> totally the problem with, with that, that road you go down when you, when you feel like you're not connected with others or, or you feel disconnected in that sense is to, to find a way to recreate a connection and, mm -hmm. and have that boost to bring you back. Actually, Kev, it makes me think of this, but you're, um, you're so right. You, you can get caught up in these problems that you think you and only you have, yeah. right? You got these blinders on yep. when you actually realize every problem has existed before, right? It's, it's actually not that special. Someone's gone through and probably this. worse, probably worse, right? Someone's gone through something way worse than you, oh, but way we get worse. stuck in our own <laughs> bullshit, right? You get stuck in your own little you know, blinders in your own yeah. mind. Oh my God, my problem. And you, and you, you dwell know, on it. You blow it up way bigger than you, it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, then you talk to someone and you're like, Oh, okay. That's, that's yeah. And, and yes, it is a big issue to you right in the moment, but yeah. All but problems is, have again, been solved before, right? <laughs> it is if you choose it to be. If you choose it to be. So if you start seeing it in that light, that's why I always tell clients like to, to kind of laugh at that because it's when, when you see yourself behaving that way, you know, like sometimes it, it's obvious to the person that I either it's a learned behavior or whatever it's coming from. It's But it's just to, to kind of, people will ask, well, what do you do when you hear that? You know, mm -hmm. I, I said, I, I kind of laugh. I, I'm just like, <laughs> Even in the ayahuasca session, you know, like yeah. I was laughing at what my ego was trying to do to avoid certain things that yeah. that was put in my face, you know, like it, it, it's mind boggling how much it's, it, it can be there to, uh, in one sense, preserve us, preserve, right? Yeah. But what it's really doing is hindering us from moving forward. So to see it that way and to laugh a little bit about it brings, doesn't make it as heavy and or, uh, mm -hmm. uh huge you know, like what Daunting. we think it is. Yeah. So then that way it makes it a little easier to kind of get around it and, and catch yourself doing in it. So, yeah. So yeah, you're right, Jay. Mentorship is huge because you can, ha you can create this, uh, again, this, this safe place for, for, you know, to have someone else in the mirror with you, right. To look back at you. Um, yeah. For all those not, in us, uh, Jay just moved far away from Kevin in our podcast. I don't know why. I got a better vantage point. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had to keep doing this. I, I see, see you, you better. I see you. I see you too, Jay. <laughs> no, you do. Um, okay, but, so but having ahead. but having yeah having having a mentor, having someone to look back at you in the mirror is actually huge because again, you know, you just think about the stuff that you know. Or one of those creepy mirrors where you can look from the other side. Oh God, know. I've been to one of those in, Two -way in New York City. That's yeah, that's it. I was I was at one of those in New York City. It was right. a yeah, story for another time. It was very funny. <laughs> Off air time. <laughs> Are you sure that was an answer? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, um, but yes, uh, yeah. Coming back to this, so having the support, the community to actually, um, you know allow you the space to realize that and laugh at these problems that we're all faced faced with uh, and to you know let you know that these problems have been faced before mm -hmm. and there is a solution to them and you're going to get through them right and this is the way forward is a huge help right because mm -hmm. you don't have to do this alone you're right jay you don't have to um we sometimes choose to right we choose like you, you choose to do this alone you choose to take the brunt of it all on your shoulders um but again, it comes back to that sandbag analogy. Why are you carrying this stuff? You know, why, why am I actually carrying this stuff, right? That's just hindering me from being able to, to rise. Um, and it's usually, you know, like you say, self-preservation, self-sabotage. Exactly. 
Yeah. So it's to, to ask yourself, is, is it necessary? Is yeah. it true that I need that? Yeah. That's a heavy bag. Probably not. Yeah. Baggage. Actually, the tur all that stuff. When you think yeah. about the, the, the words and the meaning behind fear. those. Fear. Fear, right? Yeah. yeah. It's fear. It's False evidence. Yeah. False evidence. Real. False yep. evidence appearing real. So... So that would be the big takeaways from this. It would be one is the identifying of what those things are. Yes. Yeah, so right? How do you get out of your way? Yeah. How do you do it? Yeah. So, identifying. So it's identifying what's there. What is the stumbling block for you that keeps coming up that's preventing you from moving forward? Uh, second is like, is that true? You know, ask yourself, like, why do I think that? So it, it, if, if this is something that, you know, logically... You know, we're making up because we think that it's protecting us, but in actual fact, well, you can probably find a million examples of other people that do the opposite and they're totally fine. So yeah. why is that something for you? So it's putting it into the context of things, kind of making it so it's not so serious. Uh, and then reinforcing the opposite, you know, like what is it that you want? So what do you see as being the outcome and getting your body accustomed and assimilated to that feeling to that notion of this is possible and this will make me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Make your body feel that. That is the essential bit, whether it's through doing some meditation, some visualization of that. Move, this movement. is yeah. a very important step to override the old the old habit. Um, and uh, when it would be, what would be cool, I thought of this before when you guys were, not that I wasn't listening, but uh, when you guys were talking... <laughs> Was, it'd be cool to hear from the audience, you know, too, of, of struggles they went through. How did they overcome them? Yeah. Give like a cool kind of thing they do uh, to overcome obstacles like that. Uh, that would be a great uh, sharing experience that could yeah. benefit so many other people, right? It's funny because I listened to you describe how to get out of it. It's very much like those three Sutherland questions we ask when we're treating. How is this person living? So how are we living? Mm-hmm. How would this person like to live? So what are the, what are the things that are in the way how we'd like to live? And what's preventing us from living that way? Absolutely. It's the same thing. It's yeah. the same thing when you ask the structure, right? It's yeah. how are they living? How would you like to live? What's preventing you from doing that? And you, you figure it out. I, it comes I, to you. I've uh, recently, again, d- d- took a big deep dive back into journaling. And, and one of the questions, again, I, I was talking about before, but it's just, it's just like a blank page and you say, what am I avoiding, right? And it's literally just ponder that question for a bit. And we are all our best doctors, right? We can answer that question. And when you answer that question honestly, because you know you might try and fake it, right? but when you answer that question honestly, you have the answers right in front of you. Um, so journaling is very powerful in that sense because uh, you know we, we sometimes there's going to be some we look outward for the answers, and again the answers are within. Um, they're they're there. They're with you. And journaling allows you to access that. Meditation does as well. You're sitting, you're observing the, just the ridiculousness of your mind, right? You're observing your thoughts, right? The observation, the observation of, but journaling too. I find journaling, when you put pen to paper, there's this active, right? And change happens with repetition and emotion, right? So when mm-hmm. you can actually you know, just, just look over these things that you write about, right? Go back, look, and, and that's where change takes place because you're learning, you're 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 reading it over, so the repetition's there. You're, you're feeling, feeling it. you're feeling what you what you were experiencing, and uh, and then yeah, it's uh, so journaling's been a, a huge a huge help for me lately. Yeah. Nice. 
Okay, everyone. So uh, again, this is the Osteo Connection. You can also find us at the osteomentorship.com where you'll see our MBO program and a whole bunch of uh, fun things that are coming up in the new year. Yes, sign up for the waiting list if you haven't, right? We're going to be launching the next program in April 2023. So it's pretty exciting. Um, And uh, we will get the feedback from this group and we will continuously improve the program. It's been awesome. It's been fun. Yeah. So hit us up. All right, everyone. Whatever. What else we got? Eight Mindful Minutes on LinkedIn, Instagram. Monday at 1 p.m. Monday at 1 p.m., Eight Mindful Minutes. Just a quick snapshot of uh, you know a check-in to keep you on, on task for the week. Yep. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Take care, everybody. Ciao. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something. Or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.